everyone, and welcome back to today's episode of the Dakota Student Podcast. I'm your host, Claire, and I'm joined with our student photographer, Caitlin, and our opinion editor, Demi. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, Claire. Doing good. Good. Caitlin and I had an interview this morning with a UND student who is an expert in astrophotography, particularly chasing the Northern Lights and Auroras. So we're really excited to have that come out this week. It's going to be a fun article. I got my work cut out for me, but keep an eye out for that coming in the coming weeks. It's going to be great. In pop culture news this week, it's it's been busy. My Instagram feed is a conglomerate of a lot of things we got. You know, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay with the vaccine debacle. We also have uh, Daniel Lee leaving Bottega Veneta and Taylor Swift dropping Red her highly anticipated re-release. So, I mean, that's been all over my pop culture radar recently. I admittedly, I didn't want to listen to Red because I was so scared that like, I wasn't sure if I'd like it or my friends kept asking my opinion on it. I was like, I haven't listened to it yet because I just, I just didn't know what to expect. Um, I mean, which sounds counterintuitive, right? Like it's a re-release. I should know the track list on it. Um, I did listen to it. Definitely did not cry during the 10 minute version of all too well, AKA I definitely cried. Um, but I, I described it to a friend like this. It's listening to red, particularly some of those like bops, like 22, I knew you were trouble. Some of that stuff It's like drinking McDonald's Sprite. It was just very crisp and clean. The production quality. <laughs> no, hear me out though. It was, it was very like crisp, clean. It just, made me very happy. So I'm excited um, to turn 22 next year so I can use ethically sourced Taylor Swift music um, to round off that 22. How long has it been now since she has released an album? Like a new album? Yeah. Uh, She released Folklore Evermore that came out last year. Mm. So but then Fearless re-release came out earlier this year. So and she's also intermittently added some like singles um, when they were trending on TikTok. Shoot, let me think about this. It was Wildest Dreams. It was Wildest Dreams from 1989 that was trending on TikTok. And Taylor Swift's like, oh, no, Scooter does not get to make money off of this. So she (laughs) just recorded that. And so then fans were like, we're getting 1989. We're getting 1989. Um, When we do get the 1989 release, don't talk to me for a week. Um, I'm going to need time. So, yeah. Yeah, the TikTok me is hilarious talking about Red. Not going to lie. I've been sending a lot of my friends red tiktoks so that way they get on like swifty tiktok and i'm just gonna indoctrinate them that's my plan so in general with this whole taylor swift thing taylor doesn't own the rights to her first six albums so uh scooter braun owns them and he's a very well-known music agent he represents ariana grande countless others um but Taylor doesn't make any money off of those. Obviously, she's got merch. She's got tours. There's plenty of other endorsements. I recognize that. With this, she's re-recording all of the originals, but then there's um, From the Vault tracks, which are songs that weren't originally included on the album, on its original release. So that's kind of what makes some of it new um some of them have like different features ed sheeran phoebe bridgers are are on red this time around um to be honest i don't have so much of an issue with her 
re-recording them to own them. I actually have more of an issue with it in that some of these are technically up for like music awards that she can win with these. Like, I don't really think that's, that's fair. I think that, I mean, the songs were recorded, you know, in the, you know, mid two thousands here, right? Like this just not, I don't know. I feel like you can't just like keep those in the back of your pocket. Like I wouldn't care if some of the vault stuff could be nominated, but again, like they're more just albums as a whole. And so I don't really think that's fair. So is this new album? Cause I have not listened to it yet. Is this new album old songs, but she like remixed them almost or they're all okay. So she re-recorded fearless and now this is red. And so it's 30 songs and it includes all of the originals that were on red. I want to say red came out in what? 2012. Yeah. 2012. Dang proud moment here. So anyway, so red came out in 2012 originally. So it includes all of the original tracks. There is, um, as I said, they just sound so, you know, like the, the goat scream in, um, <laughs> I knew you were trouble. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Okay. The ghost scream is no longer. It's, 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 my brain had to take a second to comprehend it when I heard it. Um, there's some, you know, like leaks and stuff mm-hmm. throughout the previous months. So like, I kind of knew what I was going to get, but yeah. So no, they are re-recordings. And then from the vault is stuff that she wrote that would have been on red, but you know, either got nixed or, you know, maybe fit the red aesthetic, but wasn't quite what she's looking for at the time. So yeah. And a lot of the um, from the vault tracks have features on them. As I said, Ed Sheeran, Phoebe Bridgers. The one with Phoebe Bridgers is just pure depression, but in the best way. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm low-key disappointed that you guys aren't as excited about Taylor Swift as I am. I guess I've just never been into Taylor Swift as much as a lot of other people. Because I guess growing up, too, like a lot of my friends were really into Taylor Swift. And it just never... Never really. Were you too cool for Taylor Swift, Caitlin? Is that what you're trying to say? No, but no, I guess I'm just not cool enough to watch or to listen to her stuff, I guess. That's what I'm what I'm trying to say. <laughs> See, I was I was the kid back in the day, like with One Direction. I was I was too cool for One Direction, but secretly knew all the lyrics. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I well, was okay. that too. I admittedly was low-key anti-Taylor Swift growing up, partially because I really hate country music. I know I'm going to get death threats for that. Um, but yeah, I'm really anti-country music, so I don't enjoy some of her like earlier albums. Yeah. Um, but I honestly, that's just attributed to internalized misogyny, but not the point. No. Okay. So the fans aren't aware of what the next order is and that's what keeps them so on edge because uh the term easter eggs like looking for these little clues for what's coming next um as i said we've we've been anticipating this november release date for red for many months but when she re-recorded just wildest dreams which is off of 1989 uh she put it on tiktok uh herself on her account which you know Gardner's a couple casual million followers. Um, there was a glitch in the work in like the little glitch filter, and everyone's like, This is it, we're not getting red next, we're getting 1989. Or like um the car in the music, not the music video, but like the little short film thing for all too well, that little teaser. The car model was made in 1989. So everyone's like, we're getting 1989. Um, and then she also had like stuff on her website that was for sale and it was $19 and 89 cents. And then there was another one. 
that was in like a purple font. And so we're like, this is it. We're getting um, not fearless. We're getting speak now. And like, cause Enchanted was trending and just, ah, man, it's just, there's a lot to keep up with. And honestly, some of these people have like insanely wild theories. I will not pretend to be an expert on any of them. So no one really knows what's coming next. Taylor Swift was on Saturday Night Live. I haven't watched that. Uh, I want to say she's on with Selena Gomez. And I imagine, you know, people are probably probing like, what album's coming next? So, yeah. So would you say you're a pretty diehard Taylor Swift fan? Ironically, no. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe. I know we literally just spent, you know, how, however long talking about this. But I am by no means like the top Taylor Swift fan in my friend group um by most standards i would say i'm really not um i don't know i I enjoy her music a lot though so i guess i think i just get infatuated by the fandom like they're just very intense and i appreciate their dedication i think that's what it is and there's just a lot that goes into it whether it's you know her clothing her music where she lived um i mean just okay. Also, the pipeline to Taylor Swift ex boyfriend to Marvel superhero is outrageous. Okay, just don't even get me started with Harry Styles being going to be in Eternals. Like the pipeline. The pipeline. Yeah. Oh, something else we can talk about, which I doubt any of you. Disney released their like Disney Day teasers for some of the upcoming stuff, and we got one minute. Of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm going to cry. It was so beautiful. And we're getting um, Book of Boba Fett in December, which we already knew. So I'm very excited for all of that. So our student photographer, Caitlin, took a much deserved quick vacation out to the Twin Cities this past week. Um, And Caitlin, tell, tell us how much you spent on gas. You hit me with a number earlier this week when we were just chatting about different stuff for the podcast and other stuff for the DS. And it was pretty outrageous. Yeah, so I drive a little Outback Subaru, Subaru Outback, and right now a tank, a full tank is around $48, depending on, you know, what kind of gas or where I'm at, Mm -hmm. but I'm assuming doing the math in my head, this is not an exact number, that it was around like $150 in gas, but still, that's just so much for a period of four days. Yeah. I, so I drive a little Honda Civic, so I'm very blessed with, you know, some insane efficient (laughs) gas mileage and a small tank. Um, I didn't have a credit card for a long time, so I'd always prepay my gas like in cash, like in high school. So I got really good at like, you know, getting that like $20 mark if I forgot to like prepay before and just, yeah. So I could not imagine $48 for a tank of gas. I would just cry. I, I do need to fill up gas, but I just, I don't want to know what the number is going to be. Um, gas prices are at a seven year high peak at the moment across the nation. Gas prices are honestly varying quite a bit from what I understand. Obviously West coast, East coast, major states like New York, California are looking at some Pretty dang near close $4 prices. We're still about, you know, $319, $320 here, give or take. Um, okay, I was a little off. I looked. A tank of gas for me was $42.86 every time I got a full tank. Mm-hmm. So. 
regardless still still it's it's a lot so like if you want to go on a trip i feel like you have to really plan it out (laughs) yeah and especially with we're we're trying to have people not fly as much because you know we're still trying to be cautious within those covid protocols but like people are stir crazy and it's I'm not calling you out on your vacation. I literally was in Tampa a couple weeks ago. So, like, you know, I am in no place to talk here. But, like, everyone's a little stir-crazy. We're all ready to, like, quote-unquote, get back to normal. That quote makes me want to smash my head against a wall. But, I mean, it's hard to expect people to stay still. We're coming up on another holiday season. You know, people are, like, trying not to fly but also still flying because, I mean, there's it's unrealistic to be taking, you know, a 20-hour drive out to – Arizona like you can't you know um so I mean with all those gas prices rising how are people going to respond holiday season wise and I think that would be interesting just see how that's all going to play out do you think the gas prices I didn't I guess I just didn't even check but do you think the gas prices are different here versus Minneapolis um so I'm looking at a map from AAA just because I'm they have like a gas cost calculator. You know, if you're going to like take a trip or whatever, you can like kind of plan it and get a rough estimate. And so average in Minnesota right now is uh, $3.17. I mean, it rounds up to three eighteen because how they put the tax on with that um, other decimal place. Words are hard today. Gosh, I can do math. So technically gas is on average a little bit more expensive in North Dakota. However, I'm sure like it's, it's very different, you know, in Minneapolis comparative to Devil's Lake, North Dakota. I mean, I even see the price difference when I'm driving home. Yeah. So you're looking at a pretty big jump. I'm pretty sure right now Grand Force is about, you know, 320, give or take. Yep. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So Fargo 305, Minneapolis, 384. I'm having a moment out here, okay? <laughs> 284. 284 uh, Costco price. Um, honestly, I need to get like a Sam's Club membership or whatever we have out here so I can get cheaper gas, but... And again, that's not effective when I drive back west. But like, yeah, even when I drive home, I do Grand Forks, Devil's Lake. In theory, you know, I could stop in rugby and then I'm home. Like I I kind of plan where I'm going to fill up because normally I can guess about where it's going to be cheaper. But even then, the price variance is, you know, probably within five cents. So, yeah. But on on the West Coast, average gas price in California right now is four dollars and sixty seven cents rounds up to sixty eight cents. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, I remember when, you know, there's that big housing market crash back in like 2008 and everyone's like, what happens when gas hits $4? What are we going to do? Like, that's literally what's happened now. But a lot of people will obviously quickly go to politics on all of this. Uh, people would say, you know, Joe Biden's at fault. I, I really get upset, though, when people are like, Trump lowered gas prices. And I'm like, honey, this was a pandemic. Like, literally, no, that's not. You cannot reasonably give credit for that. Like, you just can't. Like, the world came to a literal halt um, back in the back during that time frame. My parents always talked about, like, how many barrels of oil are being produced again from Western North Dakota. And I mean, literally stand still. Um, basically, oil companies were paying gas places to take their gas the world is at a standstill and no one person can reasonably take credit for lowering gas prices like they would obviously come back up as you know we recovered from that and developed new ways to get around right um 
Also, fun fact, one thing I did not know about Minneapolis, because you have to pay to park, like, literally everywhere. Thursday was Veterans Day. Um, You do not have to pay to park in Minneapolis on holidays. And I got so excited because we went to pay. And then they're like, oh, free parking today for Veterans Day. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I thought you were going to say it was free parking for veterans. No, no, for everybody. So I guess go to Minneapolis on holidays and you'll get free parking anywhere in Minneapolis. So... That's a plus because that was another thing. I feel like I spent a lot of money just paying to park to go get a coffee or, you know. One of my friends goes to school in downtown Minneapolis. And so I just let like him drive us around and let him navigate as we like walk through the city. Um, We went to this one coffee shop um, in the Emory Hotel. So aesthetically pleasing. It was beautiful. Do you remember what it was called? It was my staff biopic. Was it called Penny's Coffee? No. Okay. Because I went to a coffee shop called Penny's Coffee downtown Minneapolis. And I walked in and I felt very like underdressed to be in there. And it was a coffee shop. And I mean, we had people sitting working on their computers in suits. And I'm like, I am not. And then I also, I think I spent $20 on a coffee and a crepe. Shh. Don't say it like that. (laughs) Oh. No. (laughs) That sounds awful. It was brutal. Because, no, you and I are having this article come out this week. Okay, so I have devised a it new... so expensive, though. I was like... I meant... Okay, okay no, okay, I meant okay. shh, and that's an awful price. No, oh, you're fine. Oh, okay, Sorry. okay, okay. No, I was like, oh, that's God. That's on social cue, right now. No, tell me all about your Minneapolis trip. But, like, you and I, we... Okay, so we went to Scooter's Coffee this week. Caitlin and I did. We... Yes. I, um, I'm the arts and community editor. And so that's what Caitlin and I were, we're going to do like a coffee tour of Grand Forks, right? College kids need caffeine. We're both ex-baristas, so we have opinions. Um, so I'm very excited yes, yes, for that do. to come out. Um, but we talked about Scooter's Coffee. And that was actually relatively reasonable. So no, Caitlin and I have coffee opinions. This is important. I'm still trying to track down that coffee shop because, you know, your girl's big brain over here. Minneapolis, though, has so many coffee shops and it was so fun just being able to go and check them all out and see what the vibes were for different places and yes Demi are you a big coffee drinker yeah yeah recently I've been like going to archives a lot and like experimenting with the different like syrups and stuff they have okay beaut actually the person I went on this trip with I found out while we were there that she does not like coffee and what? she only liked hot chocolate so we would go to coffee shops like every day and she just got her hot chocolate and I uh, the stuff you do for your friends I, I you should I have gotten her hooked up on like a caramel apple spice type of I know thing. I should like, have just been good. like you know just try decaf or something I'm converting my friends for chai and matcha as well yeah yeah but an I'm, iced I'm chai huge, huge will marry you if you order an iced chai <laughs> If you don't understand, go on TikTok. Just just figure it out. <laughs> but if anyone that is listening to this goes to Minneapolis, there was one coffee shop that I 1010 recommend. Fairgrounds Craft Coffee and Tea, downtown Minneapolis. Go mm. check it out. Well, I think I scrolled past it. it. Was, look at this. I mean, it was like so cute. I had plants everywhere. That's a plus. Plants. Yeah, there were plants in this one too. Give me plants. a second here. It was Spy House Coffee. Here we go. It was Spy House Coffee, and it was in the Emory Hotel, and just the lighting. There was literal marble pillars, so many plants. It was just stunning. I've heard that that Spy House Coffee is, like, one of the top coffee shops in Minneapolis, because I, of course, had to look online. 10 out of 10 would recommend. And see what what they had going on. 
I feel like you're just missing out, Demi, in this this coffee. Maybe we'll take you. So Caitlin and I are we're gonna make this column like C to the fourth power because Caitlin and Claire coffee conversations. It's just a lot of C's. Unfortunately, you don't have a C in your name unless your middle name has a C. No, okay. Then, you know, it was it was a reach. I know, but um, well, maybe we'll have you tag along so you can so you can experience the way Caitlin and I experience coffee. Demi, what's in, what's going on in your world these days? I will get closer. I'm just I'm super stressed out because I have like six more credits I need to take. Is that 480? Mm, yeah. The advanced graphic design? Also, like, you know how you can take six credits in like art classes, right? Yes. They are. They're changing it. They are changing it. Yeah. They're like canceling that or something. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm in a weird spot where I'm hearing back about, I'm in a weird spot where I applied for this big U.S. Department of State, like German fellowship. And Mm -hmm. I'll find out in like February if I get it. Scotland, Scotland got canceled because COVID said no and UND wouldn't let me go. Theory, Mm -hmm. I'm sure I could have like illegally figured it out. Oh, um, so the COVID like travel levels, like travel restriction levels were at a four and uh, UND says no travel at that. Three Mm -hmm. is a case by case review um i think we might have talked about this on a, on a previous co- podcast but some of that travel stuff like most nations like the u.s sit at a travel like advisory level too and you know why that is potential terrorism threats like let's not act like the u.s is super safe number one um but anyway so all this is to say to get back to the six credit thing is i'm 24 credits away from graduating mm-hmm. um and so i am a junior this fall 2021. Wow. It is 2021. Good work, Claire. Um, 24 credits away. So in theory, I could split it, you know, 12 in the spring, 12 in the fall. They were taking less than 18. So I just, I'm used to going psycho mode, but here's how I'm looking at it. I'm going to take 18 or 21 in the spring. I'm already set for 18. I'm planning on TAing and stuff like that. And so I've been banking on the six credit for our 480 advanced graphic design Mm -hmm. and um, I got an email and they're like, Hey, can you withdraw from the class and go down to three credits? And I'm like, Oh, why would I do that? Um, and so basically I responded, they're like, well, unless you're graduating, like in the spring, I'm probably going to graduate in the summer. Again, a lot of variables mm-hmm. with that German fellowship. I'm looking at some internships over the summer. It's just very hectic and chaotic. I'm very stressed about it. Um, but they were like, yeah, you should drop the class and then re-enroll. And I'm like, I am not dropping this class and re-enrolling. There are too many things that are going to go wrong with this. No offense, you, Wendy. We all know that something stupid will happen. What's what's the... Whatever can go wrong will go wrong w- with you, Wendy. That's just... <laughs> that's just how it be, okay? Um, we strongly advise against six credit hours once you're graduating. And it is absolutely necessary. And I'm just upset because my only options for these graphic design 400s are basically an internship or this art 480 class. And I, they, yeah, so they said they're moving away from the six credit mile to three credits, um, three credits with permission from the instructor. But like I enrolled in classes before they made that official mm-hmm. change. And so they're like, would you please consider withdrawing and enrolling in the three section course? And I'm like, no, I've been banking on doing the six credit thing for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, my only options are for a year's internship. So either I need to find an internship like today. Oh, <sighs> Depress. 
Mm, deep breaths. Demi, you're a senior, so like you got yeah. big brain hours. You gotta. Yeah, but I feel like I'm probably not gonna graduate like in the spring. Like I hope to. I'm probably gonna graduate in like the summer or next fall like semester. I'm, I'm so <laughs> I'm aiming for the summer again. I am enrolled in like I'm in a weird number right now because as I said, I'm gonna TA and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know the the cap is twenty one credits, but in theory, if I took twenty one and took an enroll anytime class, then that puts me at twenty four. Then I'm done in the spring. That means I graduated college a year early. I don't really know how I feel about that. I should be excited, but you know, growing up and doing big kid stuff is scary. Yeah. Tell me, what are, what are you planning to do with your degree? What are you doing with your life now that you have a piece of paper? Oh. Uh. I've just been like thinking of starting my own business or just like, I don't know, like just applying wherever I can. They freelance stuff. Yeah. True. Fiverr. Uh, It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird too, because I haven't actually taken many graphic design classes since I've been in college. And I feel like I don't have enough experience to like actually get out there. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. I, my graphic design minor, um, which is not the same as the major requirements, obviously, but Mm -hmm. like it's a two and three dimensional design class intro to drawing. There's like, it's art 272 and 273, which are like, I don't know. They're supposedly like general graphic design courses. Mm -hmm. That was not a lot of instructional material. And then this 480 and, or the internship, um, I did my internship. I was making so much stuff that I honestly had to use a lot of like Canvas stuff because they were just such short term graphics. Mm. Um, But that was no bueno. Uh, So like I didn't really get the Illustrator experience I was looking for. So honestly, I I learned the most when I make stupid stuff for my friends. I made a GIF the other day. Um, It's it's funny. Hold up. (laughs) Well, okay. Point being, though, is like I've learned the most in all of my graphic design stuff. Like when I make stuff for my friends, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes like you don't know what to Google to be like, I want to do this in Illustrator. But how do I how do I do this? What are the graphic design e vocabulary words for this? So on sports. Fun fact, I'm also the sports editor, so I always have opinions about sports. Um, I covered us against Denver. We swept Denver 3-1-4-1 Friday Saturday showing at home that was a really great win for us coming off of that kind of tough Penn State loss in that Hall of Fame game out in Nashville the Denver game was really interesting I got to meet Ian Mendez from The Athletic he is a phenomenal sports writer who's out there covering uh, Jake Sanderson and Tyler Clevin and he's writing some profiles on them stay tuned for those I read his write up just in general impressions about Grand Forks and our hockey program and he had some great insights it was Really cool seeing Grand Force get that recognition. Um, we also won last night away at Miami, win 4-1 and 5-4. It was a pretty hectic first period from what I saw. I was busy covering football because yesterday was our last home game against Illinois State. We won 14-7. And football wraps up their season next week against South Dakota State. So that will be the end for them. And basketball is gearing up to go. They've got games coming up this coming week. We have men's and women's and volleyball also ended up losing yesterday against NDSU, which is a bummer. We love a good North Dakota, UND, NDSU matchup. So that's okay. Next time, ladies. But 
that's what we got for sports coverage this week. And we have upcoming games for hockey. We'll be home against Minnesota Duluth and Minnesota over Thanksgiving break. So that'll be a fun one. Well, thanks for joining us today. It's good having you on, Caitlin. It's your first Coastal podcast. You did great. We're so happy to have you. you. Hope to be back. Yeah. And have a good week, guys. <laughs>